It might just be me, but when I see a gifting or something special in my child, one of my first thoughts goes to how this strength is definitely going to show up in their future work. And I start to consider all the different ways they could monetize it because I have an entrepreneurial brain and I can't help myself. And I find that in a couple of my kids, that's kind of innate in them too, hustling and thinking about, hey, how can I take this and turn it into something else? But today's episode is focusing on that, preserving those passions within our kids. Because how often do we, as adults, even though I don't want to admit I'm an adult sometimes, lose that passion or lose sight of the things that we were once passionate about. So today I'm going to tell you a story that highlights this about one of my team members and one of her kids and help you take this and do it with your own children. How can you preserve that passion in your children, no matter whether they're in traditional school, they're homeschooled, or any other type of lifestyle or schooling? Don't let the world take that passion out of them. Preserve it. That's one of our key jobs as parents. Let's raise them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, This short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. You're going to hear a lot about my kids, my team's kids, because as we're working hard on a curriculum and new products that are coming out really soon to support entrepreneurial parents with their kids and raising leaders, hint, hint, We can't help but reflect on our own families and share real life examples and talk about the times we've made mistakes or wish we did it differently because that's our experience and that's what we're bringing to you guys. We're not pretending to be the experts in anything. We are walking through it with you. We are in those trenches and we know there are many people just like us who have chosen entrepreneurship, but in choosing entrepreneurship, we're also indirectly or kind of directly choosing it for our family too. So you'll hear plenty of stories along the way. Next week, you are going to hear the episode all about what's coming down the pike with our newest team member, Caitlin, and the whole story behind how Caitlin and I connected and how she ended up wanting to be a part of this mission. But for today, I'll give you a little teaser and tell you a story about Caitlin. So she actually told me a story about how when her oldest daughter, Lily, was younger, she wanted to create art for the homeless in such a beautiful beautiful story to me. They had recently visited Chicago and it was Lily's first time seeing someone who was homeless and her heart just ached for them. She's so empathetic and she saw that and she felt it with them. And she wanted to use her own personal gifts to help someone in need. So amazing when kids just see something and then take that action. But the first time Lily brought this to her mom, Caitlin jokingly said without really thinking, just because she's got that entrepreneurial brain too, well, we're going to have to figure out how we want to work on monetizing that. 
And it made an impact on Lily. It sent this message that her art was only valuable. Her gifts were only valuable if it made money, not necessarily if it just brought someone joy. So Caitlin said they had some recon work to do after that because we are a constant work in progress as parents and that she forever protected this passion and creativity in her daughter going forward so it wouldn't limit her by forcing her own ideas, Caitlin's ideas, onto Lily's future. Who knows? Maybe she will figure out how to make art for the homeless someday, and that will be something that she pursues. But the fact that Caitlin's mind went to one place doesn't mean it has to be projected onto Lily. And I think it boils down to this. Our kids need downtime, playtime, boredom, self-exploration, all these different things to figure out what those passions are. But what our kids don't need right now in, in their younger ages, maybe as they get a little bit older, is a job. Let's not take those passions and turn them into jobs for them. Let's just give them that freedom and that space to pursue an interest for the sake of it being interesting to them. Growing up, We were a basketball household, not only just a basketball household, but a Notre Dame basketball household. My dad played there, and it was just in every aspect of our worlds. I'll tell you more about that some other time. But what I can tell you from that is my dad's passion for basketball was definitely gifted to us kids. And I actually really, really loved basketball. I loved watching it. I loved playing it. And I started to really develop my skills in it. But it wasn't until the pressure came from the higher level teams that I was on and from my dad's excitement about me pursuing this passion that I started to lose that passion because it did start to become almost like a job for me. It was, it went from, oh my gosh, I could be out in the driveway in my sneakers until my mom screams out the window for me to come in at dinner time when the lights are turning off outside to, why aren't you outside practicing? You have practice later. Get up early for practice. Coach wants you to do this. And it just lost that. I lost that passion for it. It never fully came back. And I don't know if it would have remained something that I would do just that brought me joy or that I would have cultivated into a skill that would have taken me in different directions. I have no regrets around it. But all I'm saying is it wasn't until those external factors came in and other people started trying to control my passion that I lost it. As well-intentioned parents, we can push a little too hard and far too often, and this can be at the detriment of our child's newfound love of something. We want them to excel and set them up to be competitive in this world, but in the process, we lose sight of freeing them up just to be kids. I know there are parents with different age kids that listen to this show. This conversation and the way I'm presenting it is geared a little bit more towards younger kids. Once they start to get to more elevated in ages and school. And it's it's a slightly different conversation, but not fully. Their passions should still be their passions. They still should be given the space to explore it and cultivate it without having someone else put chains around it. They have an entire lifetime ahead of them of questioning their own talent or worrying about criticism or thinking about what others are going to think about them and what they're actually doing with their lives. They have time to be afraid that someone else is doing it better and that someone else is even doing it at all. We've got plenty of that as adults. Let's not give them that too early as kids. We don't need to help them become more worried if people will like or comment on what they create or worried if they will be taken seriously and if it's important work, dealing with imposter syndrome. Do these things 
ring true for you as an entrepreneur like they have for us. So instead of unintentionally being the first ones to give feedback on the dreams and critique their creativity, let's give them an innocent childhood free to explore what they love doing without having to consider failure or success. That is what cultivates the dream. That's what develops the passion, not us coming in and manhandling what they say they love. Let's let them create or learn simply because they are inspired to do it. Imagine the gift we'd be giving them. Imagine the gift we'd be giving ourselves if we allowed ourselves to do that. We're so bombarded by feedback constantly and strategies that we have to follow this pattern to get to this level of success. Imagine if we broke free of that and gave ourselves the gift of that space to explore and bring that joy back to ourselves too. Now we can nudge and guide. I'm not saying be a hands-off parent but we can do it in a way that's not overbearing or over scaffolding the process. And the first step here is to start to notice those sparks in them, the little clues that they leave for us of the person they are called to be, not the one that we're trying to create. And I have a very specific process. I've shared it here before, but if you haven't done it yet, you're missing out because this is a gift you can use for your children to give them the space to develop that spark not you doing it for them. It's super powerful and it's a really specific process that aims at noticing and preserving passion in our kids without stealing the joy in the process. So you can nurture them and you can equip them on their own unique path to their purpose while giving them the autonomy to figure it out for themselves. So go on over to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash spark, luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash spark. It is free and it is powerful. We keep it by our kids' bedside because I feel like a lot of these conversations come up conveniently when we're trying to get them to bed. So I'd make that same recommendation to you and let's raise them up right. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.